Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an app called SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and Tier 90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit for anti-aging. These calls are now archived back more than 11 years, and if you're listening to this in its podcast and you wish to catch us live, dial in to 712-775-8972, and when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022 to join us live. Like I said, we are thrilled to have you along with us when you're starting out on that TR90 program. It is your good, clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals, seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. That gives you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. Guys need 45 grams of fiber, and ladies, we need 32 grams of fiber for good digestive health. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is optimum, but if you're not able to do that, do take them with your meals. It still works. It just not quite, it works quite, doesn't work quite as synergistically effectively if um, you can't take it beforehand. still works. That's the important part. Making sure to get 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. That is another key component to this program, and I like to recommend seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night because that is really important, and we'll be discussing that a little bit in just a few minutes. Also making sure that if you're uh, to stay hydrated, so the current thinking is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh, but if you're exercising heavily... Or if you are um, in a humid area, you'll need to increase that significantly to offset what you're losing in body moisture. And if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water. So do keep that in mind as well. And seven to nine hours of good quality sleep at night is really important. With that, I'm sharing some information today with you out of a book that is called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And I was saying that sleep is important. Well, this is what um, I'm going to share with you today. Sleep, the linchpin to the 21st century health. You do it every night. Maybe not enough, or at least not enough for your health. As daylight grows short, you may well find your days growing longer. Often, uh, too often, autumn is the time for increased workload and family responsibilities, household demands, and everything that seems to need attention all at once. Whether it's a health care appointment, homework supervision, travel plans, school forms, even chimney cleaning, 
everything that we may have put off comes home to roost, usually in the autumn time. It's overwhelming. The temptation is to burn the candle at both ends, stay up late to finish a project, get up a little bit earlier to make one, get one more, get one more thing off of that to-do list. It's a good time to take a look at the dramatic effects of sleep loss on our health. Believe it or not, there's impressive evidence supporting the argument that the amount of time you sleep, even more than whether you smoke, exercise, or have high blood pressure or cholesterol levels, could be the most important predictor of how long you live. Sleep is the most overlooked factor in achieving optimum health in the 21st century. We all know that we should eat well and exercise. For many of my patients, and this is Dr. Pratt speaking, even those committed to a healthy lifestyle, sleep is seen as a kind of a luxury. Indeed, many people who follow sound diets, who routinely exercise, are unwittingly sabotaging their efforts by depriving themselves of a pleasurable, satisfying, easy, and inexpensive way to ensure optimum health, sleep. Find your, feel yourself nodding off? You're not alone. A 2000 poll by the National Sleep Foundation found that sleep debt is a problem for more than 50% of American workers. Data suggests that in the last century, we've reduced the amount, average amount of time we sleep by 20%. It's easy to put sleep at the bottom of your to-do list. For one thing, our culture encourages it. We live in a 24-7 world where night and day dissolve into one long stretch of work and family obligations. Get up early to beat the traffic, get a few phone calls in, stay up late after squeezing in some family time so that you can send a batch of emails and do paperwork, awake in the middle of the night. Look at it as a bonus to catch up on a little light reading. And if you're up at 3 a.m. scanning magazines, you're, you're likely to read about the successful executives who boast about getting by on four or five hours of sleep a night. The implicit message is that sleep is for the weak and undisciplined. The alarming truth is that sleep deprivation is taking a serious toll on our overall health. Chronic lack of sleep affects all daily performance, overall productivity, and now most significantly, to health style and long and short-term health. Sound far-fetched? Well, you may be surprised to learn that sleep debt of only three to four hours that many of us routinely rack up in the course of a busy week can promote metabolic changes that mimic a pre-diabetic state and hormonal, cha hormonal changes that compare with those experienced by someone suffering from depression. In a nutshell, the amount of sleep you get has a direct bearing on the following. Obesity, cor uh, coronary heart disease, hypertension, diabetes, immune function, cognitive performance, and longevity. There's no question that sleep and health are intimately intertwined. Up until relatively recently, however, even though it was known that sleep affects performance in humans, and sleep deprivation in rodents results in actual death, little attention was paid 
to the effect of sleep deprivation on the human health. We now know that while the main function of health seems to be the refreshing of our brains, sleep and its lack affect many bodily systems, including our metabolism, our hormones, and our immune function. The important news and one of the major messages of health style is that chronic sleep deprivation is doing more than just take, making us tired and reducing our ability to perform at optimum levels. The big news on sleep is twofold. Many of us who think we're getting enough sleep really aren't, and our performance is affected even though we're unaware of our diminished abilities. Moreover, and more significantly, the lack of sleep can make many of us endure routinely, has now been conclusively linked with diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and obesity, all increasingly common conditions that are taking a serious toll on our overall health. Total sleep deprivation suppresses the immune system and even Partial sleep deprivation has an effect on this important protective system. Even smaller amounts of partial sleep deprivation reduce natural killer cell activity and diminish the effectiveness of the communication between our pituitary gland and our adrenal glands. This results in an altered state of hormones which in turn play a role in memory and glucose tolerance. One of the fascinating areas of research is discovering causative links between lack of sleep and diabetes and obesity. In one study, curtailing sleep to four hours per night for six nights impaired glucose tolerance and lowered insulin secretion in healthy, well-rested young males. This condition was entirely reversed when these young men made up their sleep debt with adequate rest. The important message for all of us is that you don't have to lose huge amounts of sleep before it takes a toll. Partial sleep deprivation has a substantial effect on sleepiness, as you might guess, but also on motor and cognitive performance and mood. For a very general, from a very general standpoint, one study found that sleeping less than four hours per night was associated with a 2.8 times higher rate of mortality for men and 1.5 higher rate for women. And the author of the study also found that the length of sleep time was a better predictor of mortality than smoking, cardiac disease, or hypertension. One other study found that the people who slept six hours or less a night had 70% higher mortality rate over a nine-year period than those who slept seven to eight hours a night. It's not only the long-term health that's affected by lack of sleep. Did your grandmother ever tell you that you'll get sick if you don't get enough sleep? She was right. Studies have shown that people who suffer from acute chronic Sleep deprivation also experiences immune changes, including decreased number of protective natural killer cells and reduced activity of those natural killer cells. This reduced ability of our body to fight invaders on a cellular level will inevitably make us more vulnerable to colds and infection. 
you're not only in danger of getting a cold if you don't get enough sleep, you're also at greater risk for developing chronic heart problems, uh, chronic health problems, including diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and even obesity. While the links between these ailments and sleep deprivation are only emerging, we know for certain that the loss of sleep amount affects hormone function as well as glucose tolerance and is insulin resistance. You may have guessed that sleep deprivation takes a toll on performance, and this is certainly true. One study showed that sleep restriction of six or less hours per night produced cognitive performance deficits that mimic the loss of two full nights without sleep. This is actually a relatively moderate sleep debt. Many people experience it regularly, not imagining or never imagining that it could seriously impair their waking neurological functioning. This same study, which involved 48 healthy adults between the ages of 21 and 38, also reported, and this is critical information, that the study subjects were largely unaware of their increasing cognitive disability. Other reports corroborate this finding. We're tired, we're not performing well, and we're obvious, oblivious to the fact. Most people believe that they function normally despite being sleep deprived. No doubt this helps to explain why sleep deprivation has become a common condition. Where we not only perform less well than when sleep deprived, we try less. One study of college students who were sleep deprived found that on the day following their sleep loss, they not only, as you might guess, were sleepy, fatigued, and had longer reaction times, but they also selected less difficult tasks than the control group. The selection of the least demanding option in a complex that uh, situation has obvious implications for the safety, reliability, and effectiveness of workers. Nearly 25% of the population, including night shift workers and medical residents and interns, are particularly sensitive to sleep loss. A recent study of medical interns showed a clear relationship between the hours slept per day and the number of attentional failures during the night shift work. Most significant, this study examined the work performance of highly motivated, intelligent segments of the population, and clearly their sleep restriction had a significant effect on their ability to perform work. Another study of medical interns reported that those following a traditional schedule, little sleep and long hours, made 35.9% more medical errors than the group following a so-called intervention schedule, more sleep, and reduced work hours. Another interesting study compared the performance after being awake 30 minutes to five hours, uh, to five hours longer than the subject's normal sleep time versus the measured amounts of alcohol intake in the same subjects. The authors concluded that the magnitude of the behavior impairment observed when the subjects were performing tasks just a few hours after their normal sleep time onset exceeded 
that observed following the legally intoxicating dose of alcohol in these same subjects. The fatigue of sleep deprivation is an important factor that is likely to com compromise performance, accuracy, and speed. In some ways, sleep deprivation is like being drunk without any alcohol in your system. If you believe you can perform well in any endeavor without a good night's sleep, you are wrong. So um, tomorrow we'll be getting into some particular um, diseases and eventually how to combat all of this. With that, this is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon, signing out on this October 27, 2023. I want to wish you a great day. If you have any thoughts or comments, please feel free to um, mention them when I take us off mute. I welcome them I, and hope you have a great day and welcome any thoughts or comments you may have. At the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook One Team Global Live here in a couple minutes, the, uh, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business if that's something you're interested in. There we have it, my friends, why it's important to get that sleep. And if there's no other thoughts or comments, I am going to take this off the recording and let us go for the day, and we'll see you back here again tomorrow.